Right, today we're dealing with um, uh, an important idea. Let's first do the psukim as we always do, so that we know what uh, what psukim the, the piece of Gemara is based on. So, firstly, in the parsha of Yom Kippur, in Acharemus, the avoid of the Kohen Godel, it says, "Umeis adas kol bnei Yisrael yikach zim lechatat." And from the Bnei Yisrael, from, the, from their pocket, they have to pay for the two seirim, which we've been talking about, the two goats. And you also have to bring one ram as an ola. And then later on in, in, in Parshas Pinchas, where we've got all the Yom Tovim, the korbonas for all of the Yom Tovim, the korbonas for Yom Kippur are mentioned as well. So you have to bring again parben echad. You've got to bring an ayil echad and seven kvasim. Um, and our Gemara, just before the piece that we're learning, goes into a discussion about when the seven were brought. Were they all brought together? Was one and then the six, or six and then the one? And then much further on in Dvorim, there's a general posuk. Uh, be the place that Hashem chooses to, to be the base of Medrash. That's when you'll bring, bring all your korbanot. Is referring to Nedovas. Any korban you want to bring of your own accord in addition to all the obligatory korbanos, that's where you'll bring them. Says the Gemara, the Kuli Chad One thing is clear from all the discussion that's been going on before. It appears that everybody agrees that you only they only bring one ayel, one ram. The Bnei Yisrael, even though there's mention of a ram in Acharemot, and there's mention of a ram again in the Musafim of Parshas Pinchas, nevertheless, it's the same ram. Rebbe, so who's that going like? Says the Gemara, it goes like. This isle, which is mentioned in Acharemot, is the same isle which is mentioned later again in, in Bamidbar in, in Pinchas. Rabbi Lozab Rabbi Shimon disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda, with Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda Anosi. Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Elozor and Rabbi Yehuda were close friends when they were very young. And they learned together with Rabbi Yudah Anossi's father, who was Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. Imagine that. Imagine that, that scene. Rabbi Yudah Anossi sitting with Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, learning from uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. And later on, Rabbi Lozar then started learning with his father, who was Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. And a lot of the Zohar is a conversation between Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai and his son, Rabbi Lozar. Uh, and later on, Rabbi Lozer started disagreeing with Rabbi Yudah Anossi in a lot of things. So this is like the end of the period of the Tanoim. And here's one of the cases where he disagrees with his friend, Rabbi Yudah Anossi. Rabbi Yudah says, Rabbi says, there was only one ram, and it's the same ram referred to in both places. Rabbi Lozer, Rabbi Shimon, they're two different ones. My time at the Rabbi, where does Rabbi get it from that although they're mentioned twice, one in... Vayikron, one in Bamidbar, that it's one ram, dichtiv echad, it says. It says, b'dachatat v'ayel echad lo'olai. There's one ayel which you bring on Yom Kippur. B'nei Yisrael bring one ayel. V'rabi lozo, v'rabi shimon, my echad. What does Rabbi Shimon say? It doesn't have to say echad. It could just say v'ayel lo'olai. Why does it say v'ayel echad lo'olai? Miyuchad shebe'edro. You've got to bring the one, the best one you can find in your entire Eder. The Rebbe, so what is, where does Rebbe get it from? 
And it, there's no thought that maybe Rebbe holds you don't have to bring the best one. Clearly you have to bring the best one. Where does he learn it from? He learns it from that posuk in Parshas Re'e, the general, generic posuk of all korbonas. So what about Rabbi Lozab Rabbi Shimon? That's good. You don't need par- you don't need ayel echod. Clearly ayel echod must mean there's only one ayel. No, says Rabbi Shimon. The um, you do need ayel echod. This that says bring the best of of your of what you've got. That's talking about nadovos, and and ours is talking about about chiyuvim. Voluntary or obligatory korbanot are different v'tzrichi, and you need both of them. Why do you need both of them? Says Rashi. Sheyesh dat notel Because if you only had one, you would think yes, nedava. When you're bringing a voluntary korban, it has to be the best that you've got. You want Hashem to accept it. This is something you're doing voluntarily. It's not as if you. It's not as if Hashem said, "Bring a korban," and you bring a korban. So you're doing Hashem's will. Here you're initiating. When you're initiating, you want it to be of your best. Otherwise, it might not get the same reception. Yes, that's not good. So let's tell us then by uh, by Nedova, and I'll know Kol Shchein by Achiyuv. No, says Rashi. Yes, that's not tell Omar Chovate Mufcheret. But there's also a reason to say maybe Dafke Chova has to be your very best. Kedeshi Yetzei Yedei Chovatoy Afesh. Since it's a Chova, you want it's an obligation. You want to do your obligation well. If it's just a Nedova, whatever you bring is something. It's better than nothing. But if it's a Chova, you want to do your obligation as well as you possibly can, and therefore you need a, you need both Psukim. When the Gemara does this, it's frichute like this. You, if you can't have one because you might think this. You can't have that one because you might think that. So you need two. It comes to teach you that the reason, the suggested reasons don't apply. Neither of them apply. The reason that you have to bring your best is not so that if it's a Nadova, it gets accepted. And the reason that you have to bring your best is not because you're doing a chiyuv and you want it to be done right. It's a different reason. There's something else going on here. And that's why Rebbe says, I don't need these psukim, I can learn it from v'chol mivchan because there's a principle there, there's a yesoid there, which applies to all korbonas. It's, it doesn't matter whether it's a neder or a nedova. The way Rebbe Shimon and Yochai initially, the way Rebbe Shimon and Lozor initially wants to learn, there's a difference between why you might have to bring the best for nedova, why you might have to bring the best for choiva, and then he comes to the conclusion, but, and both of them. So, so he agrees there's some other principle. Um, and Rabbi Yehuda Anossi says, of course, Rabbi says, of course there's another principle, and we learn that principle from Chom Bivcha Yedechem. And we see that suggested in the Ritvo, at the end of the Ritvo, where he says, this is Ritvo and Daflam because we had a very similar Gemara back in Daflam Rashi there is virtually the same as it is here. But the Ritvo adds there, Umiyu Rebi Svirule, the Shapir Yafin and Choiva Minadova. Rebi holds, you can learn Chova from the Dava. So again, the reason must be different from the suggested reason of Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Loza. If the reason was like Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Loza, you can't learn Choiva from the Dova. And that's why you need an extra posuk. So Rebi, who says you can learn Choiva from the Dova, must be holding that the reasoning is something completely different. What is the reasoning we find? The reasoning in the in the Rambam. Just having it not possible is not is not good enough. that's not good enough. Not possible doesn't mean kosher. That's an, an interesting idea altogether. It can be but it can be kosher, but that's not what to bring. 
Don't bring a, a miserable looking chseh that, that's weak and old and say, but it, but it doesn't have a mum, so it's kosher, everything's okay. Technically, it's kosher. What you see here in the Rambam is the difference. By the way, you see here from the Rambam how the Rambam used to learn machmonim. He used to take principles and extend them to make them relevant. The um, minadin you can bring as long as it doesn't have a mum, that's sufficient. You see how the basic halachic requirements aren't sufficient to be yotze, the essence of what the mitzvah really means. You can check off the boxes, but that doesn't mean you're doing it right. So a mum, if it doesn't have a mum, you've checked off the boxes. There's a requirement to bring the best you can. This is all at the end of Yisurim Mizbeach, in the last parak of Yisurim Mizbeach. The Gemara says in Menachas Tafpezayin, you bring a limb from, from Moab. You know, when you go to a fancy restaurant, they say the beef comes from the Golan, and the wine comes from Bordeaux, and the oil comes from, and they give you a whole scene of where everything comes from, and you gather it around from the different parts of the world, the best that you can. They learned that from the Beis Amikdash, that you take the, all the different ingredients from the best places that produce them, different parts of the world, different parts of the country, produce different qualities for each thing. And the Gemara says, they used to come, the Elim used to come from Moab, and the Kvosim used to come from Hevre. And the Agolim used to come from the Sharon, around this area. The Gozalot mehar ha-melech, and Yain mekarchen v'haluti, and v'solet me-michmash v'yoichno, u'mevi'in shemin mitakoa. You go around the country and you find the best of everything and you bring it. That's not required in order to check the halachic boxes off, but that's what you do. And then beautifully the Rambam says in the very last halacha of Hilchus Yisuri Mizbeach, If all the oils are okay for Menachas, why does the Gemara actually list all the different oils where they come from? Which is the best, which is second best, which is third best? So that you can know the very best of all, the premium olive oil. And the average, and the less than average. And goes back to yesterday's Matmonim Shur about how to work with the Yetzirah. And when it comes to giving something as a korban, the Yetzirah is, you know, why give the best? It's going to get burnt on the Mizbeach. It doesn't, as long as it's all, I check all the boxes, it's kosher, that's fine. You're pouring a glass of wine for Kiddush and you say to yourself, I'm not going to even drink the whole glass of wine. I'm just going to have a sip from it. I'll use grape juice. Even though you've got a beautiful bottle of wine, I'll use grape juice. The reason Hashem listened to Hevel is because He chose the best He had. That's what the Korban is about. The Korban is about choosing the best that you've got, giving Hashem of your best. And now look what the Rambam does in his Matmonim Shir. And that applies to everything you're giving to the Rebbeinu Shalom. It should be from the very best you've got. If you're building a shul, it should be better than your house. A shul should be beautiful. So it's a problem a little bit in Israel that we have shmatish little shuls all over the place. It's a shul should be better than your housing. Whatever the average standard of living is for them, the shul should be better. That's what a basic knesset should be. If you're giving a, an, a poor person food, 
Give him the best you've got. Don't say it's just, it doesn't make a difference. He's got nothing to eat in any case. So I'll give him what I've got. It's better than nothing for him. No, this is a mitzvah. Forget about the guy. You're doing a mitzvah, Hashem. You're offering this to Hashem. This is like a korban. He's just the vehicle. That's how you bring a korban today, is to give something to an oni. Give the best you've got. Kisayeva, if you're giving food to somebody who doesn't, if clothing to somebody, give him your best clothes. The Rambam ends with this idea expanded to everything that we do. And from here we see what the principle is, not only according to Rebbe, but even according to Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza. Because Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza, when he comes out of the Tzrichuta, agrees that if it was the way I thought, then, then one posuk would be okay. The fact that you need both psukim is to teach you, it isn't, it isn't for that reason altogether. Something else is going on here. So what is it that's going on here? It's to understand that the reason that you have to give your best is not for the makabel, it's for the noitain. The reason you have to give your best is not because it makes a difference to Hashem. And Hashem doesn't, it's, it's not going to make Hashem any happier because you bring this or rather than that. It's not Hashem enjoys good wine rather than, than average wine or Hashem enjoys good olive oil. Or, that's not what it's about. It's about the way you express value. We haven't got that many ways to express value. How do you express value? You can express value with time and with money. You spend time and attention on somebody or something, that means you value them. You spend money on someone or something, that's also a way of showing that you value. And it's not a question of the volume of money. It's not a question of how much money or even how much time. It's the quality. The only way we can express value is by the quality we attach to the things we value. So if we value Hashem, then although it's physical things and Hashem doesn't need the physical thing, but for us, that's the way we express value. This is about the giver. If you look at Rashi, in the Havamina, everything about what in, in Rashi is about the, is about the, the, the result, is about the, the, the giver. In the sense of it's good for him, it benefits you. I want my korban to be accepted so that I have kapora, that Hashem accepts me. It's about me. Who's the center of the story? Me. I've got a chover to do. I want to see biyotze yofe. Who's at the center of the story? Me. Now says the Rambam, put Hashem at the center of the story. You're doing a mitzvah for Hashem. Make it the best. You're building a shul. Make it the best. You're giving tzedakah. Make it the best. You're making kiddush. Make it on the best. Not because it makes a difference to the mitzvah, but it makes a difference to your expression of value. It says to you, this is the most important thing I could be doing with my wine. There's nothing more important I could do with my wine than make kiddush on it. So why would I keep the Bordeaux for dinner and make kiddush on grape juice? There's nothing more better I could do with the Bordeaux than make kiddush. Why would I take the money and build a beautiful home and the shul's a shmata? There's nothing more important I could do with my money than build a shul and a base of medrash. We've got our values so cockeyed. We first take care of ourselves and what's left over we give for the mitzvahs. Says the Rambam, no, that's not how a human being expresses value. Choose what's really important to you. Understand its importance and invest quality in that. That's, it's not about money. It doesn't say you've got to buy the most expensive. It just says the best. If you can find the best cheap, that's fine. Just quality. Make everything you do for the Rebbeinu Shalom the very best quality you're capable of doing in all the mitzvahs that they reply.